Blue Tiger Revenge, brought to you by Narpig. been a hot hot super hot second especially with that music oh i'm all steamy but that's right kids and kittens welcome back to another another episode of your favorite your nasties of the nasties the the biggest the baddest the greatest comic book podcast maybe in the universe i am comic book creator tad galusha and with me is the king of beards, Brian Bales. Hello. And this is Blue Tiger, Blue Tiger Revenge. That's right. Blue Tiger Revenge. We're here. We're the the, the revenge crew. We're back. That's did you right. like that music? I did. Yeah, that's the that's the uh Operation Blue uh, theme that, song? Yeah, the Operation Blue theme song called Immortal Inquiry. So oh, it, it's pretty I gotta admit, it's pretty sexy. It is. It's very sexy. It is. It's got like a like a nice '80s vibe. So always. are we gonna it, always? It has to have that '80s vibe, you know. We're gonna have to do some kind of like compilation, like music video for that. Probably, yeah, yeah. I just I want to put on a wig. Okay. So I have like long luscious hair, and then I just want to like like slow motion turn around. That's with fine. like blue blue light hitting me, and the yes. the, the hair's yes. like flying back. And I'm like, I'm I want to be on a keyboard, you know, just headbanging on a keyboard. Well, the, how would you, like slow headbang? Yeah, it's not really headbang music. Yeah. Okay, yeah, more like gyrating on a keyboard. <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, man, it's good. It's been a hot hot second since we've been back in the cave, man. I know. I know. A lot going on. A lot going Both. on. Yeah. Too much going on. Too much. Too much. Yep. I agree. Yeah, you but know, it's been uh it's been a minute, but weather what we weather wise we've actually been hit with some uh some decent decent weather. Uh and by decent up here in the old Pacific Northwest, that just means it's not pouring. Uh oh, that's good. So you know, Prince and I, we've we've gone out and played golf uh, quite a few times. Oh, would you call him your apprentice? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of apprentices, yeah, there's a lot going on in the old. What is it? Uh, fucking Boba Fett or Book whatever of Boba the fuck. Fett. Yeah, yeah. Which... Yeah, whatever that shit. You know, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but uh, people have been talking about what's this going on with the, uh, you know. Skywalker, he's he's back in the mix. He is, and uh, I have to say, I've never wanted to punch Luke Skywalker in the face before. Whoa. 
this. Well, what's going on? Break it down. Before, before episode say, six of Book of you Boba say Fett. Something. How dare you? How dare you? But why? What's with this um, well, this fist gyration that you're <laughs> just throwing around towards Luke's way? Like, what's going on here, man? All right. So the last three episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Uh, so episode five was called The Return of the Mandalorian. And the whole a big part of that episode was him going and finding uh, the armorer again from season one of Mando. Um, and okay. she, she takes his, his uh, pure Beskar spear and he says he wants, uh, he wants her to make it into armor for Grogu because he wants to go see Grogu okay. and give him the armor so that way he's safe, right? So okay, he cool. Go, he goes on his way. They make him the armor, and then uh, uh, the other, the big uh, Paz Vizsla, he's the big, the, the big Mandalorian who tried to fight him in season one. He challenged him for the Darksaber. Mando won, but then the armorer said, hey, um, has your helmet ever been, have you ever removed your helmet? Because, you know, once in Mandalorian, when you're uh, part of Death Watch, a child of the watch, if you remove your helmet... You're no longer Mandalorian. And so he says, okay. yes, I did. And she's like, well, you're no longer a Mandalorian. And it plays in. God, it plays into where so- I'm going with this. Um, and I'll get back to that in a second. But uh, so he uh, he takes his, his gift for Grogu um, and he goes to find him. Right. And so okay. ep- season or episode six of Book of Boba Fett starts with him finding uh where luke is and uh where luke is building the jedi jedi temple jedi academy or whatever um and at first he's there he's like i want to see grogu but ahsoka kind of shows up instead and uh it's like Mm. do you really want to see him like uh he his attachment to you is so strong like if he sees you it's just gonna hurt him um and he's like well i brought this for him because um, in Jedi, you can't have outside attachments, right? It's forbidden. But that's bullshit. They all have outside attachments. All of them. Here, keep me, hear me out here. Hear me out here. Uh, and so he gives he gives uh, the armor to Ahsoka and says, uh, make sure he gets this. You know, tell okay. him I was here. Um, and I'm glad he's safe, basically, and leaves. And so then later on in the episode... Um, Ahsoka uh, is talking to Luke, and uh, Luke is like, "Man, the Mandalorian was here. Like, I don't even know if Grogu's heart is in this Jedi training because Luke said, do you want to remember your past? And so Luke helps him remember, and it flashes back to Order 66 when the clone troopers were slaughtering all of the Jedi. Yeah. And so we see a flashback in his eyes of like all of the Jedi getting killed. We don't okay. see who saves him, but uh, saves Grogu. Yeah, who Grogu sa- was there for that. Yeah, he was there for that. So somebody oh. saved him. We're not sure who yet. I think that'll be revealed at some point. But uh, so Luke's, you know, trying to figure out what to do. And so then the end of the episode, Luke takes Grogu, sits him down, and he said, "I have a gift for you." And he pulls out Yoda's lightsaber, and he said, this was Yoda's, you know, um, I want you to have this. And he sets it on one side. Also, the Mandalorian was here and gave you this armor, 
and lays it down, but you can only choose one. If you choose the lightsaber, you'll be, get, you'll be the first student at my Jedi Academy, right? He says, um, but your training is going to take you such a long time, and time is different for you as it, than it is for any of us, and it's going to take you many years, so you might never see the Mandalorian again. However, you can take, if you take the armor, then I will return you to the Mandalorian, and you will and you will no longer be a jet you will be forsaken from the jedi why so lo and behold Wh- why you want to know why why because even though the jedi right in 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 all of star wars has have always been like the good guys right yeah it's still 100% a fucking cult 100% like, yeah, like none of that makes sense. Oh, here you want this? Why not have as many skills as possible? Like, isn't that metal that his armor is made out of the only thing that like a lightsaber can't fucking cut through? Yes. So it, sounds, it seems like a fucking win-win to me. Right. I, like, right. He want he wants the Jedi want their young their younglings to forsake all outside attachments so that way they can focus on their training, and that way the fear. And in like fear of the unknown of what's happening to their loved ones won't affect them and turn won't them corrupt to the dark them side. The... Yeah, okay. but here's but here's the thing: the Jedi aren't against you having attachments. They just don't want you to have outside attachments because you're not going to tell me that the Jedi aren't attached to each other and have those like strong bonds with each other. Yeah, it just sounds the, like but, some fucking cult cult shit. Some, like yes, well. Yeah, I was sorry to some of our listeners, but religion shit. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's. I, I think it's a it's a commentary on that for sure. Um, yeah. But then on the other hand, though, you've got Mando, right? You've got Dinjar and the Mandalorian, who was kicked out of his cult religion because he removed his helmet. Yeah. And thus forsaken his way of being a Mandalorian. So now you've got these two these two beings right who father and son essentially who are i hope the focus of season three is them kind of finding their own way right outside of their respective cults because i think that that would be really interesting if you if you and and all the characters he interacts with are all people that have been they're all exiles all the all the the like featured characters yeah. that have jumped in to help out have all been exiles yeah. from one group or another, like ex stormtroopers or ex, you know, rebel, whatever, uh, like Cara Dune, rebel, ex rebel, um, right. The Mandalorians, um, uh, Bo-Katan and her group, uh, they yeah. were cast all- out of Mandalore. She's like their ex ruler. I mean, yeah. And they're all doing their own thing and seems like they're being pretty successful at it. So like, Fuck the Jedi. Fuck, fuck the whatever. Just do yeah. Well, and <laughs> one of the great things people have criticized Boba Fett, the Boba Fett show, because oh, he's not, he's just not this straight killing badass. Blah blah blah. Like he's soft and it's oh, like oh my god, we have some depth to our character. My god. Well, here's the thing. He spent if you if you if you look at oh. like the time, like the time yeah. difference between. Uh, Return of the Jedi into where Boba Fett picks up. He spent many, many years with the Sand People as one of their own, and then real he realized you, you can only get so far without a tribe, is what he said. So it's it's kind of about found family, 
right? He's bringing yeah. in all of these people, and I really I like that. Admi- I like that I, aspect of it. You know, I gotta admit something. Mm. This is why I can't get into Star Wars, man. That's fair. It's just, it's just, it's like such a level of. I just always feel like nerd, dirty, dirty, nerdish. Yeah, you know, like cause it's just it's it gets so into the weeds. I oh, get yeah. it. Though. I get it. I get it. But like, the fandom is almost like a religion. It's it is because it, there's it, so much shit. There's so much, and also you're not a true Star Wars fan unless you shit on other. Star Wars properties, you know, <laughs> like nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. I guess I'm well on my way to being a Star Wars fan. <laughs> no, I think it is cool though. I, I do. It, it is interesting. It seems like I haven't I haven't watched any of the Book of Boba Fett, you know, um, but it seems like p- the the criticisms are coming from because people are enjoying it they might not like some of the creative aspects but it does seem like for the most part people are enjoying it. the biggest criticism i've seen is just people being like whoa this is the book of boba fett he was only in like what one of the episodes for only like five minutes or something the rest was so other characters but i think that's cool like, there were two not? episodes that he wasn't that he wasn't in there was yeah episode five return of the mandalorian that was a straight mandalorian episode um okay. and then episode six was he was in it for like 30 seconds and didn't talk. But, I mean, he did the main showdown at the end. And uh, if, yeah. if let's be honest, if Mandalorian just showed up out of nowhere, they'd be like, people would be like, well, how'd he get there? Where's his ship? Where's Grogu? What's going on? You know, and so they built that up. They built that into the series. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that I, I think it makes sense. Yeah, it makes um, sense to me. Yeah, why not? Overall, it seems like people are enjoying it. Ah, Speaking, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Since you're you're on a fucking roll right now, let's just I think let's just like slide tiger slide right into your next love, which is turtles. Yeah. So so there's this thing going around, and you're on the fence. It could be fan made. It could be, but there apparently uh, someone did a screenshot, but of like uh, you know how they do promotional. Yeah, whatever things. There was a screenshot of a promotional poster for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because apparently they announced that they're going to have what a movie come out in 2023. Yep. yep. Yeah. Seth Rogen's making the movie. Yeah, and you were like, I don't know if you j- before right before we started recording, you were like, I don't know if I'm, this is legit or if this is. I am pretty sure that that is not legit. I'm pretty sure that that's fan art because I feel like I've seen that other places, and yeah. that Krang. If I'm not mistaken, it's the same Krang from that piece of crap Michael Bay movie. Um, Shots fired. Shots fired. I'll 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 fire that shot all night long. Um, But I did send you the pictures that I that I'm pretty sure are what they're going to end up looking like. Like it's going to be an animated movie. Yes, we know. I know it's going to be animated. And uh, the TMNT Twitter page they just did a. 2023 is going to be that's kicking off 2023 is going to be his Seth Rogen's new animated movie coming to theaters and okay. then they're going to follow the film uh, on Paramount Plus with a, a series of movies that are centering on each movie is going to center on a uh, a different villain in the Turtles franchise. Yeah. Which I think that's, is kind of that that's that's kind of cool. Um I'm not 
I, I'm not. I'll be honest. The the look that I'm that that we saw from from the what could possibly be Rogan's movie. I'm not loving it. Um, I'm kind of over Raph having a do rag for a mask. Um, <laughs> they. I will say it does. At least from what you sent me, I. I know it's. I don't think the target audience is me. The people who grew up. It's going to be like your kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's um, fine. I'm okay with yeah. that. Because um, they're going like preteen. No, like, they're teen. They They'll look. be teen. They'll be teen. I know, but the look of them yeah. is very preteen. You know, like that's what looking at the picture. I was like, what are they? 13, 14? That's what I would assume the age yeah. was. I'm not sure they're probably supposed to be like 15, 16, somewhere like that. I'm okay um, with them being 13, 14. And honestly, the only I like. I don't mind Donnie's look, like, because he's the nerd. So, like, him having glasses, I think, kind of works. Um, yeah. I just, I hate the do rag on Raph. And then Leo has braces. Who the <laughs> fuck? What <laughs> dentist gave a fucking I, mutant turtle braces? Somebody hey tell man. me this. Hey, man. Dentists are all about that money. You got the money, they'll slap whatever yeah, you want. They, you wanna get, they you would want... get more money by like selling those pictures to like some tabloids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's the plot of the movie. Um, <laughs> right? I, it is interesting going vil- like, oh, each movie is going to be a villain. The, the different the villain ones focus. that are going to be on Paramount Plus. Yes. Yeah, I. My only hesitancy with that is like. Now, if you're a hardcore comics fan of the Turtles, there's a plethora of villains, right? It's like totally. endless. But let's be honest. It's like, going to be Shredder, always... Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang. Those are the ones only anybody really cares about. Once you get out of like the initial – like the, I would say the initial like fab five of the villains, maybe you could throw in the Rat King or something. Throw, he was... I think, yeah, you could throw in Rat King. You could throw in Baxter Stockman. Um, yeah. But once you get beyond some of those villains, like it starts getting into the weeds, and like unless you make them, I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be a chance for them to shine. But like you know, most people aren't familiar with the sort like uh, sortopsians or anything yeah. like that. Triceratops Tricer- or triceratons. Tricer- Sorry, triceratons. Triceratons. I can never remember the name. But like you know, or even you could even do like actually a fucking like, triceraton what, movie would be pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, that would be really would, cool. I'd be into that. You know, what would be actually really cool is. Um, and they they haven't done it since the original movie. Um, but dude, I like Casey Jones rolling in as uh, a vi- kind of where they view him as like a villain. Yeah, you know that would be oh that would actually be really cool. Yeah, because even even though he has similar motives, his at least in the original movie, remember his methods were a, a bit more uh, drastic, and the turtles were kind of especially Raph at least you know. They were definitely at odds, which, you know, they did the classic, like, oh, two heroes who meet have to become, yeah. in order to become friends, they have to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, but you could do a whole movie around that where you introduce Casey Jones as, like, he's this badass you vigilante could do, You could dude. do the one shot, the Raphael one shot from the comic that introduces Casey Jones, and it's, you know, and then him and Raph kind of go toe-to-toe and fight. I would say go go full on though, like really go Casey Jones. Where like he's like almost like a Punisher, oh, and yeah. they have to take him out. They don't like his methods. They that think he's too cool. I'd be too that. aggressive. He's too drastic, so they try and take him out. I wish they would he, do. Um, you are you're familiar with like the Mutanimals? You know, kind of like the Suicide Squad ish of mutants, where they're 
not. I really, know. Who, yeah. Yeah. They were. Like they were later, be, though. Yeah, they were they, later, but they were never in the cartoon. But they were in the comics. Um, I had to draw all of them. When yeah. I in the game. Yeah. Um, I would say go for more like. Oh, what's his name? Is it Slash? Yeah, or, Slash would be cool. He'd be a good villain. Um, just because he's big and like he's I think physically Hob, dominant. Hob would be Hob, cool. The cat. You know, yeah. splinters kind of. That'd be that'd be pretty nemesis. Cool. Yeah. yeah, he'd be good. Um, yeah, there's there's some stuff they could do about it. the problem. You know, it's one of those though. It's going to be like max what three movies, and uh, unless they're ridiculously successful, so you know by the end of it they're going to be packing in like so many characters. Oh yeah, because that's just the style now. It's more the merrier, and yeah. we're going to jump the trailer park later. But uh, there was a trailer that popped up during the Super Bowl that I think we should probably talk about. Well, I know you want to talk about it eh. big time. You're foaming at the mouth for this bad boy. Which one? But it, DC? Come on. DC? I, I must have missed it. You didn't see the DC trailer? Oh, like, like the week? Three, the like, it was like three movie trailers packed in the Oh, bond. yeah, yeah. Like the there's a need for heroes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. Okay, so we can talk about yeah. It's like and it's not as where you got to see like The Rock as Black Adam, which he looked fucking amazing. Yeah, he did. It's just they really leaned into the he's gonna Black Adam's gonna be a good guy. Everybody, get ready. Yeah, God damn it! I know. I want Rock killing people. He won't do left. it. Well, he he's gonna kill people, but he, bad guys. Yeah, he's only gonna kill bad guys. I want him to show up and be like, "Fuck the Justice League." Oh God, and be the best. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Kills Flash, just kills him. Just rips he, him in, rips him in half. Because he's his running for and like even comments like you're running for him is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I will say if we're talking about that, the I do like the new suit for the Flash. I like it better than the than the one previous. Um, really? Yeah. I I just I I don't know. It's all right, I guess. Yeah. I like it better than the than the first one. Um, yeah, but we'll well, we can get into it. We'll get, uh, we'll get, into, get into, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so there was we got we, this is a comic book podcast. And it eventually, is. we'll get into the comic books we're reading. But uh, uh, there was some comic book controversy over the, oh, this last. Yes, one. There's actually there a bunch of it, and some of it we're not going to touch. Correct. Uh, uh, just. Yeah, because it's not worth touching. But there was one thing that was interesting. Uh, the kind of, you know, the comic book Twitter sphere was in an uproar of um, uh, Marvel made some changes uh, to an individual's artwork for some Electra book that came yeah. out recently. Yep. And um, it was interesting. Like, there was a lot of outrage from artists, but, um, and like the artwork. I think the general sense was, was it didn't need to be changed. No, it didn't um, help it at all. No, it, it really didn't. Um, and my big thing was like, I was more shocked. Like everyone was having their takes on it, right? Blah, blah, blah. And um, I don't want to get into that just because one, I don't want any, I don't, I don't want any artist to feel like, especially the artist that was involved who, uh, I mean, I don't know, but uh, I have no similar circles. Anyways, like, it is what it is. Uh, you know, certain things happen. Books need to be have revisions. Like that's what it came down to. There wasn't time to do revisions on it, so they had one of their own people do revisions on the book. And the revisions aren't good, right? No, like they not just, even close. They're, they're they just don't match the art style. And the bigger picture is, I, to me, the bigger issue is Marvel doesn't traditionally have a bullpen. 
I, I was and, surprised to, to see that. Yeah. Yeah, and see now the big back in the day. So like when when before com- the advent of computers and everybody was FedExing their pages and everything like that, because of the shipping and time constraints, right, for printing and they were also printing what fifty books a month or something, they actually did have a bullpen, and the bullpen was f- guys like me out of the Kubert school that were hired. Like maybe you're not say good enough to be like the lead on Avengers, right? But you're. You still went through art school. Well, you know for, how to first draw. First of all, I've seen some of the work on the mainstream. You're definitely good enough. Well, that's not what I'm getting at. <laughs> I'm talking about like. I know. So anyways, but like, and that was actually back in the day, it was a good way. Like I know people that start in the bullpen yeah. and they work their way up in the 90s to being like editors or group editors yeah. over at Marvel and DC. And but like because you had so much stuff, you had to have. So they had basically an art department in these in at Marvel and DC, and they were constantly making revisions. Just because like it was hard to get reference back in those days sure. before you know Google and shit. You couldn't just Google like what's Dead Man look like again, you know. And there wasn't always time to get people the reference material they need. So sometimes they're just going based off descriptions, and they would just like you know fuck up Wolverine's hair. So then the art you know bullpen would fix it. Anyways, my thing is like when I look at like what happened is Marvel hasn't employed like a art division bullpen in years. Yeah. Like that doesn't exist. That's not like a job thing that like me getting out of the Kubert school is like I'm going to go work in the bullpen over at Marvel. Like right. it's not it's not a fucking option. <laughs> and when I look at it, it's very apparent that someone who doesn't it doesn't have uh, an art background or at least uh, a ghosting background. Uh, even did revisions on the artwork. It was just someone who's like, "Oh yeah, I can fix this," and it doesn't even match the style set. Yeah, at all. No, you know, at all. And um, I think that's the bigger issue. Is like, hey, if you're going to do edits, you should probably employ artists who know how to match the styles and know how to do the edits, like you did back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That, that should be the bigger – because, like, you're working for a big company who gives a shit. Like, they're going to make changes to your work. You know, um, it's almost like, you know, like a lot of people, especially artists, right, are been screaming about NFTs. Like, they hate NFTs. NFTs are terrible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it, kind of the oxymoron of that is like, dude, you work for Marvel, DC, IDW, Boom, any of these companies, uh, Heavy Metal. Guess what? You're working on their licensed property. Yeah. They're turning that that shit into NFTs. So are you just going to quit your job for Marvel? No. You know, like it's kind of a it's you know, you're kind of crying over a little bit crying over spilt milk. I get it. I would be upset too if someone made changes to my work, but you have to fully expect that like stuff's going to get changed. And if you say you don't have time to do it, which sometimes you don't. Like when I worked on Godzilla, I had to do they wanted the first couple of pages, they weren't happy with my Godzilla. Yeah. I had to make changes to his name. And if I would have said no, I don't have time to do it. They probably would. There would have been somebody over at IDW that probably would have just made the changes. Yeah. I wouldn't have liked it personally because I would have been like that didn't change it right. Yeah. But it's a little bit on me because I didn't have the time to do it. You know what I mean? Sure. So I I don't know. It's one of those things where like I get why you're upset, but at the same time, I think you're kind of they're making a a little bit of a mountain over a mo- molehill. Sure. Now the the bigger thing on it like when you start digging into it is like the reason why marvel requested the revisions was they thought it was a bad stereotype yeah they were claiming like it was a bad 
depiction of, of an Asian uh, like girl. A, uh, yeah, of an ethnicity, and um, the artist did not do a bad depiction. There was no. a lot of like, even like Asian artists who were weighing in, and like, no, by no means is this out of line. This is the artwork was fine. It by no means needed a, re- a revision. Yeah, and if you're familiar with Greg Smallwood's process. That was the artist that he was involved that people want to go read the thread. It was, yeah. Um, Greg Smallwood's very talented. He's very good. And if you're familiar with his process, like, you know, there's a lot of photo reference involved. So, like, he's doing very, like, realistic looking people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of getting probably too far into it. I mean, there's not really that much to talk about it, but it was interesting. Like we, you and I were talking, it was like, it's more shocking. Like, like fuck Marvel has a bullpen. I know. I was yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> when did that come back? Yeah. Like when's a bullpen come back? Yeah. I mean, maybe it never went away, but at the same point, like the point of the bull, bullpen was to make revisions and do promotional art pieces. So fucking hire artists to do it. You yeah. Know, clearly. Just, clearly. Yeah. Or hire like competent artists to do it. Yeah, whoever did that did a poor, poor job that made it look oh. so much worse. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as everyone was saying, but it's definitely not good. No. Uh, it's not good at all, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah, is, I, and then they, I guess Marvel uh, admitted, they said, hell yeah, hey, that's our bad. Uh when we do trades or on the, it'll be fixed. And then it's fixed on all the digital, um, digital comics. So, I mean, I think a lot of it probably just got lost in it's super fast paced, man. Like, I think sometimes even as artists and we forget that there, the company doesn't necessarily have time or doesn't want to spend a ton of time fretting over certain books like they're just moving they once something's done they're moving on to the next thing right um that was i think one of the reasons why it's more shocking that they even requested revisions is because most of the time it's so fast-paced they don't even fucking check the artwork i mean yeah i i know that for a fact i'm surprised (laughs) that they did that 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 they caught and fixed that but then you've got the dude who did uh what the immortal hulk who was like uh yeah i mean yeah doing anti putting we'll anti-semitic say, stuff in his comic and they marvel not even in his comics he was getting paid to yeah. do anti-semitic like propaganda yeah and this is a company that was like you know founded by you know like very very like prominent like jewish creators and now they're employing a guy in one of their biggest books who's anti semitic like that yeah like like if you're gonna do your homework on something you're gonna spend a lot of time maybe look into the people you're fucking employing you yeah. know like yeah gee, and all that took is a quick google search and you're like oh shit oh or just jump on his twitter for a few minutes right and, <laughs> wow <laughs> maybe not put him on our big book of the year yeah that would be smart that would be smart anyways I, yeah not to get negative um, there was something else I was going to bring up. I'm fucking failing to remember. Oh, oh, here's some more comic news. This All is, right. this is Hit a positive. Hit me with it. It was a little bit of a oxymoron. I, I'm sure some people will be mad at me for saying that. Um, but I thought it was cool. Um, so, you know, like there's some people who are unhappy with, with Kickstarter, uh, Kickstarter for the tool that it is, is really great. But yeah. with anything, it's not perfect. It has, no. you know, there's like taxes 
and, and their uh, fees, and then people are mad that they're gonna at some point they're gonna be offering uh, payment in crypto. Yeah, they're gonna like crypto option. conversion. Yeah, yeah. so that the company itself can like invest in in cryptocurrencies. Um, and a lot of create you know creators were like, "What the fuck, really?" You know, just because that's just such a fluctuating market. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know, it, it, you know, Kickstarter is a company. They're going to do company things, right? There's going to be fees and taxes. And so, anyways, um, I thought this was very smart by. Uh, so there's Iron Circus, which is independent yeah. uh, publisher. I, I believe they're at a, are they Seattle, Portland. I, they're I know they're somewhere. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know they're West Coast. Um, anyways, uh, super cool publisher. They publish a lot of like really interesting books. But they were like, we're not doing Kickstarter. We're going to do campaign our own way. Yeah. And which I – and basically it's like they're, they're – all these articles came out saying they're breaking new ground in crowdfunding. And I think it was really cool. But then Excellent I read Excellent marketing. Excellent ex- marketing. Yeah. Use great marketing. The reality is it's just they're doing pre-orders for the books and it's through their website. They're just eliminating all the middlemen, which I applaud. I love it. I think Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's like If you can if you can do that, if you can eliminate the middleman, fucking do it, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, why have to deal with the additional taxes that you're and fees that you're going to have to do with deal with on Kickstarter, right? Instead just like, no, you you pay, you want the book, you got two months to order it through our what through our website here's the link and then they went out and they were really they were doing what most companies should do or you wish most companies had the time to do yeah. which was they just did a really great like they reached out to places like ign and got them to do a write-up on, and review of the book and then provide links so that you can click one click boom you're there you can order the book and it's all yours and so they did this they got some some cookbook coming out i think it's called it's uh it's called the poor craft cookbook and um it looks really cool. It's got this awesome, like, kind of like vintagey style, really like, neat. like fifties animation style or forties animation style, um, mixed with like you know, kind of, uh, I don't know what you call it, just like a traditional comic style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good like mix. Anyways, the art looks great. I don't really know much about the story, but I was is more of just the like. Uh, everyone was like, they're breaking new ground. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just pretty sure that's pre-orders, which. <laughs> Hey, I you know what? I give all the props <laughs> to their marketing team. They're crushing it. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, good for them. Good for yeah. Them. I mean, it was awesome. I it kind of gave me notes. I was like, oh, there you go. Uh, once I get some of this, these stories for Narpig actually done, that's what I'm gonna do. Just cutting out Kickstarter, man. Just going, just totally solo. Yes. Just you know, crowdfunding just for us, and it'll just be a pre-order website. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we just gave it away. We just gave go. it away. There's the blueprint, folks. Yep. There it is. Yeah. But it was still, you know, it was still cool. Um, I'm glad to see that companies are able to, are being smart. You know, it's, it's always neat when you see somebody be smart and just market something really well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll we'll ease into the trailer park. Yeah, let's ease into you were before we Before we get full, full in trailer park, we could do... Just a little movie news-ish, because they are currently, they're filming Batgirl right now. Um, Michael Keaton is on set. I had this pulled up. <laughs> I had this on my note list. <laughs> you knew. You knew. I knew. 
Um, oh, and you're, you're actually be honest. Get, yeah, be honest. When you see the pic, when you saw the picture of him, how hard did you get? Well, I went from six <laughs> to midnight really fast. So, <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh God, oh Michael, 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 uh, Michael. So that's awesome. I'm really, I'm excited about that. I am very excited about that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad they're not having. Um, oh, who is the original director? Tim Burton. Yeah, it'd be kind of neat if he came back and did some stuff, but well, maybe, maybe I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Oh, you know, a Tim Burton Batman Beyond movie could be kind of interesting. Be really weird. I, I, I don't want a Batman Beyond movie done by Tim Burton. If I'm being honest, no, I want. I would want somebody. Give me uh, the dude who did Dune, Dennis uh, Villanueva. No, no. I, I mean, he's great. I like his stuff, but it's too fucking slow. Nobody, That's, like half the audience, I'm just thinking would not of like his, cinem- his cinematography is so good. You know what I would want? Mm. I would want one of these like um, Cor- South Korean directors. Oh, yeah, yeah, to come in, especially like I want uh, the like direct- want- the director Villainess. who did the villainess. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, Villainess was great, or, like, I just watched that show. Uh, we we started name. watching it at your place. My, My name. name. I'm almost great. done with it. Yeah. Um, just, you know, or fuck, even get the, the the get one of the main directors from Euphoria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with all the lighting and shit. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. That would be so awesome. I think for Batman Beyond, I think it'll be just like in the cartoon. You need that neon. Like, yeah. The lighting yeah. choices are key, yep. key to build suspense and mood. Like Batman should be scary. It shouldn't be like – I think it should be a suspenseful drama, not just like a fucking you know, high-octane action movie. I, I mean I know that's what people want these days, but like Batman's supposed to be like I a psycho he's, – he's supposed to be like psychologically imposing. You know what I mean? You need to find the balance. You need to find the balance of both because you need – you, you know, nobody wants to go see a Batman movie that doesn't have good action in it, right? Well, sure, you know? sure. I mean, you got to have good action. I just mean, like, I don't want to see him punching dudes through fucking cement walls or trying to go toe-to-toe with Superman or something like that. Sure. I don't, I don't want that kind of shit because it's not smart. Batman's supposed to be the smartest guy in the room, right? Like yeah. he's Like, how else can a mortal compete with gods? Yeah. Uh, and... It's because he's slick. He's smart. He's not like a guy who just walks in there, let's fight. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Superman farts and it blows all his armor. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, shut up. Shut up, Bruce. Get over yourself. Um, anyways, I, that's just my take. I mean, that's. No, that's I like it. I like it. I think we're, I think we're inching towards it. I think we're inching towards a Batman you Beyond. So? You think it'll happen? I, I hope so. I do too. I do too. I mean, they made Joker. Why can't you do Batman Beyond? You fucks! Like, come on. I heard. I read something where they're he's going to do another Joker movie, a sequel. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I still haven't seen it. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if you really went and used it as a way to like tie Batman into the, you know, like that joker into that into the newer batman movie which i could see working because i think that this newer batman movie that's coming out because there's a new batman coming out soon they're trying to make it seem very serious you know like it's supposed serious i thought that's what you wanted i want i want serious but also um like fantastical too you know let's let's be honest man 
you, you don't want you want you want the popcorn you want the cheesiness you want the cornball you want you want the fun you don't want to go in there and be like well that was a downer like that was too close to real <laughs> real life yeah it, it's just this thing where everyone thinks that we have to make a grounded my batman has to be grounded in reality and it's like but none of them are it's like they're it's a, all ridiculous it's a six foot dude dressed up as a bat there's nothing <laughs> about that that's grounded in reality like let's be honest you know um I don't think any of them have even come close to being grounded in reality, though. I mean, like, Scott Snyder's interpretation of Batman was maybe one of the most ridiculous. It was like people enjoyed it because it was fun. But it was like, you know, I mean, he was a step away from Iron Man, but, you know, with gray tones. You know, he was like he was like emo Iron Man. It was great. (laughs) I loved it. I know you did. And I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, give give me that, you know. Um, The one thing I'm, I'm looking forward to it. If it truly is a detective movie, I'm looking forward to that. We'll see. Um, okay. But like you said, they've never like they've never really made a movie where like he's the smartest guy in the room. You know what I mean? No, they haven't. They haven't done it yet, and that's what I want to see. The no, I they they never do. He always just walks straight into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think these attempted to do it with the Christian Bale stuff like in that first one but in the then first they, one, they it, but then they completely fucking abandoned it dude yeah yeah exactly that was what I, you just took the words out of my yeah. mouth they like went away from it and it just became like action espionage it was, it was just a know, cop like, movie where the dude wore a a, a bat suit yeah yeah you know? yeah exactly um and then i mean i yeah and then, like the newer ones, it was just it was just like an action. It was just you know, it, it was like '90s, you know, steroid steroid freak Batman just rolling in there and like like I said, punching dudes through walls. Yeah, like, which which I mean, some people like it's fun. I loved it. I loved the physicality. I would have liked to see. Of course, you did the smartest guy in the room again. Like we didn't really see it. You <laughs> he know? was like the dumbest Batman we've ever. <laughs> What's your super? I'm rich. And you're yeah. like okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, what a yeah. dumbass. Yeah, you know. Uh y- yeah. I mean, and maybe making that maybe there was like a maybe there was like this subtle like um I uh, think they they cop Terry on our culture at that time. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I will say they hint in those in those movies. Here we go. They hinted at it, but you didn't necessarily see it like full on. Like there were there were hints about it. But nothing really more than that. No, it was nothing more than just saying he was super smart. You know, what I mean? no, <laughs> you know, really no, no. They did. There was there was some stuff like the whole fight, the whole fight with Superman. I mean, he basically planned. Stop. He planned the whole thing out, right? Stop. Are we gonna go down this road again? <laughs> I'm just saying. There were there were aspects. There were aspects of it, but it wasn't there all the way. You know, Superman farts, he dies. Game, it's over. Yeah, yeah, Dumb. yeah. If he's if he's like a bad guy, but he's Superman, and that's not what I Superman know. does. I always want Superman to just be like, oh, I have to be humane, 
It just like, dude, I like it when he does the like lobotomy shit, like in the darker versions of Superman, when he just lobotomizes somebody, and then he's like, yeah, he yeah, did that in, uh, in the Justice League cartoon. Like there was like the Justice Lords, the uh, yeah. alternate reality. He just all of them were lobotomized. I was like, damn. <laughs> well, that was in um, Red Sun. That was what he would do mm-hmm. to everybody. He even did that to Batman. Yeah, he, lobot- he gave him a lobotomy yeah. or what Batman copycats, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I would. I loved all. I always love like all that because it just seems realistic, you know. Um, like for a character like that's the one thing with Superman. Like I had somebody point out, they're like, "Oh, I want to like Superman," but they always have him forget that he's the smart. Like he's the most intelligent being on the face of the earth. You know what I mean? Like he can he can get a doctorate in two minutes because he can read at you know the speed of light or something like that. Yeah, something crazy. And you're like, well, then why is he so fucking dumb? Yeah. <laughs> It's because it's because it's a bore. If if he's, you know, if if there's no stakes, if there's no like um, challenge, then nobody would give a shit. No one would read Superman. No one would watch Superman movies if he just showed up and was like, "Yeah, okay, bink," and just flicked his pinky finger and sent somebody into space. You know, I think my one of my favorite takes on Superman is you ever watch the movie Megamind. It's a cartoon. I know the movie. No, I don't think I've ever seen it. It, It's where like Brad Pitt plays like uh, like a Superman character, right? Yeah. And he's going against his arch nemesis, Megamind, who's the main character. I think um, Will Ferrell played Megamind. Will Ferrell. Yeah. And he basically Superman fakes his own death because he's just tired, and he does this whole like when they were when at the end when he uh, spoiler. The movie came out like ten years ago. Fuck you, people. Way more, uh, if you're mad. more than ten years. Ago, so. <laughs> yeah, but like when he reveals like what he did, it's just so funny because like you know like this whole Megamind like it's at the very beginning of the movie. That's when he decides to fake his death. Like oh, you defeated me. But it shows him just playing out his life where he's like goes and has this almost like vision quest all within like a second of our time. Yeah. But it's him like going off and just he's operating at like his normal super speed and everyone the world is frozen because he's moving so fast and um and he's just thinking about what he's going to do like ah, his heart's not in it he doesn't want to deal with megamind and then it basically he just base sets up this whole thing so megamind can like eventually like defeat him and be kind of like become a hero yeah and uh, oh it's just it's a great it was like it was just really great commentary like, i always wish they would do something like that with superman where he's just like cool. so where like he's just bored by this whole uh, i guess rigmarole that is the DC universe because it's just the same fucking thing. Sure, he wins the day. He's always pulling his punches depending on who he's fighting. Like, like he's he gets a, a level where he's just so far superior to everyone. He's like he has to pretend that he has to try. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, or pretend he's oh god, I Bruce, you outsmarted me. Ah, oh, you did it again. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like moving at super speed and he's watching Bruce. Like you That's, know, you know what. That was one thing that they did in uh, that Frank Miller did in uh, uh, the Dark Knight Three. So I never read that. Yeah, because you know it's obviously famous. The Dark Knight Returns when uh, Batman defeats him, and he's like, "I want you to remember the man who beat right. you." You know, um, and then the last book, he's he ba- Bruce basically finds out that he let him win. Yeah, yeah, because it I mean, was it more. Makes... It's because it was more important that he, you know, to to Batman that he wins than to Superman because he doesn't care. Yeah, like and there's no it. stakes. I thought that was great. Yeah, you see, that makes so much sense, right, for the character. Yeah, like doesn't that make sense? Like he's just 
it kind of makes you annoyed with him. Like, why do you tolerate this? But at the same time, he's doing it for like different heroes, egos and stuff like that so that they can be better heroes, be yeah. better versions of themselves. Yeah. It just, yeah, it gives him like almost like the psych- psychological insight into what it's like to be human that we don't even comprehend because we are humans. Right. We're not able to step back and look. I don't know. I, but I, that would, how would you write a character like that? Right. Like that would be so it would be tough. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fucking difficult, but I don't know. That's, I, I mean, that's pro- I think that's the only reason why I can never, I've never been able to get into Superman. I think it's because of that. It's like, I just always like, is it, this would just be a fucking game. Yeah. Just be a game. Yeah. A boring game. You know, you're God tolerating fucking mice. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Okay. All right. Um, well, since we're talking about Superman, let's go, let's talk about – let's just go into the – I know you're a big DC uh, universe guy. Yeah. Like Jam. So there was the trailer for uh, I guess just DC so, movies. Uh, the, the movie's coming out in 2022. So you've got uh, – Batman, yeah, Aquaman 2. Batman, Aquaman – Flash, Flash and Black Adam and Black Adam. Yeah. And they revealed, especially, I think it was, it looked like the Flash and um, I'm thinking maybe Black Adam. They revealed a whole cast of characters like yeah. the Hawk. There was a great shot of Hawkman, yep. you know, which if anybody, if anyone out there listening is a Joe Kubert guy, like that was Joe Kubert's superhero, right? Like yeah. he was the Hawkman guy, yeah. you know, for a long time. And yeah, I love the actor awesome. who's playing Hawkman, um, Aldous Hodges. He's awesome. Um, okay. And then they also showed some great shots of Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, which I thought was oh. really cool. Um, oh, they, it, I will say it was great. They all wore helmets. You couldn't really tell yeah. who they were. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Black Adam. Were you fired? I mean, The Rock looks great. I mean, he's perfect for it, even as a, you know, yeah. pointy ears. Yeah. I, did they give him the slick back hair or has he just got no, kind of No, he's short? just bald. Okay, that works. Yeah, he's the that Rock's works. not going to wear a wig. He's going to be like, I'm not wearing a wig. I'm the fucking Rock, you know. Yeah. So did he? Does he have the pointy ears? I couldn't tell. I don't remember. Huh. I don't. I'll I don't cu- think he does. I'm the most curious about that film. If I'm being honest, I am too. So let me ask. You, what was your overall take? Because you saw a whole like Doctor Fate, um, you know, Hawkman. I think there was a few other characters that were floating around yeah, in that Adam whole. Smasher, that- um. Yeah, I would say that's – I'm really looking – like you, man. That movie's got me probably the most curious. I can't say I'm looking forward to it the most. Obviously, I'm the most looking forward to is the Flash movie. Um, oh, because of the Keaton Batman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But, yeah, man, that's – I don't really care about Aquaman. I'm sure it'll be another fun throw popcorn movie like the first one. Um, sure. You know, the Batman, it comes out in a couple weeks. I'm going to see it. Um, and I'm probably going to leave depressed because it seems like it's going to be a depressing fucking movie. Um, I mean, isn't Batman kind of a dark tra- He's a tragic character, right? He is. He is. See, I think you're just, you're hurting yourself, my friend. Maybe you're I am. going in, you're going in like, oh God, this is going to be so great. So much no, so happy I- and fun. Win the day. I just it's not I have be Miami Vice, I just have man. mixed feelings on the movie is all. I'm gonna see it and I'm gonna give it a fit. Maybe maybe it's gonna blow my mind and I'm gonna think it's great. Like the cat Catwoman looks awesome. She best, she looks great. Best, best Catwoman since Pfeiffer. hundred percent. 
hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, she looks great. Um, yeah, that's that's probably what I'm most excited about is to see see Catwoman, see that relationship between Batman and Catwoman because that's always been like a great uh, a great duo over the years. Um, yeah. I have hopes. I don't necessarily think I'm just. Like I said, man, it's it's going to be too grounded in realism for me. You, th- you think so? I do. I, I don't do. know. I would just go in with zero expectations. Like, I expect this to suck, so surprise me. That's kind know? of, yeah, that's kind of how I'm going in on it. I mean, like, the cinematography looks great. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, show me a movie that doesn't have good cinematography. Sure. It's very rare. Right? Sure. Like, they all look fantastic. The, the action scenes that I've seen look great. Um, the car looks super badass. I, um, I, <sighs> I like the car, but I think it's mostly just because it's like it's just a muscle car with a fucking jet engine on the back of it. Like yeah. it's like, how can you not think that looks cool? It, look cool? it looks cool. It doesn't look like a Batmobile, but it looks cool. Um, I get the idea did, that it's like the first iteration of a Batmobile. So, did I mean has any of them looked like? I mean, like what was the last couple Batmobiles like? I mean, was it uh, Affleck drove a fucking spy black giant metal spider, that and thing then was awesome. uh, okay, and then uh, what's his name before that? Uh, Bale what's his, drove a tank. Yeah, drove a fucking tank. Didn't like, love was, that one either. Didn't love that one either. So I figured it'd be all over that too. No. Like, and the, and they're both like, I mean, the one that uh, the spider thing like there's. You know, there's so much shit going on. You can hardly like make it out half the time. You're crazy. I, I love that bat. I thought that was a great Batmobile. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Um, no, it'll be cool. I do. You know, it's. I do love old muscle cars. So um, I think the car looks just, cool. I just. I. I really. You could take away the whole movie, and if the trailer was just that car like revving up with fire shooting out the back on on a red tinted light, r- right, like screaming down the highway, just because they yeah. had that like classic like seventies. Doing you know, that, like, oh, then the 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 Spanish rap music pops in, and then in walks Vin Diesel. Hell yeah! Here we it. go. Fast and family. furious. Family. <laughs> well, Bruce doesn't well, have a family. He'll, well, oh. he'll be. Vin, Vinny can be Batwing. There we go. Right? Is that his name? Who? He can be Nightwing. Yeah, there you go. Vin Diesel is Nightwing. <laughs> Family. <laughs> Yo, Bruce. Batman asshole. Whatever. <laughs> yes. I would watch that. I would watch that too. Then The Rock shows up. Yes. Pissed. Just, just upset that Vin Diesel's there. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I think they're gonna do with all these movies that are coming out? I think they're setting up. They're gonna try and do. They're they're setting up to do their another take at uh, Avengers, or not Avengers, but Justice League. I think. Well, I think that's what they're set up for, like a dark Justice League. And you um, won't see Pattinson in that. Who? You won't see uh, this iteration of Batman in that. I don't know. It's, if it'll be anybody, know. it's going to be Keaton. I think I think Keaton's going to be beyond, man. Batman Cause, beyond. Because Keaton's in the Flash movie. Keaton's he, in Batgirl. I, don't get too fired up for Keaton, man. I think his. I think he, when he's on screen, it's going to be great, but I think it's going to be very limited. I think it's going to be some in, fan service shit. He's already in two, two upcoming DC movies. 
I know they're just reminding you though. And then we're going to go to his universe where he's old Batman and everything's all dusty. And then well, here comes, think, uh, here comes Terry. Here's here so comes Terry. the rumors that I have heard, whether they're, where are you hearing these, whether rumors? they're true or not. I don't are these know. Reddit Reddit. Do you have a connection in LA? Where are you hearing these rumors? Is Matt telling you this shit? No, <laughs> I have heard that they are w- with the flash. Cause it's essentially going to be like a flashpoint type where they do a soft reset and part of that soft reset is going to be bringing Keaton's Batman into the current DC um, cinematic universe. So he's essentially going to replace Affleck as as Batman in that world. I could see that. Maybe we'll see. Because they want him to be, from what I, I I've heard, he's he'll be like the Nick Fury type. You know, shows up in cameos and all the movies and brings people together and that type of stuff. Because you can't really... I mean, Keaton's pretty old now. You can't really do it. Yeah, you can't do action shit with him, man. I mean, if he's in a bat suit, I mean, half the time, none of those guys are in their costumes anyway. Yeah, but at least like The Rock and Momoa, you know, like... they're pretty young, you know. Yeah. They're like our age. Yeah. Well, The Rock's not, but I mean, he's on so many muscle enhancements and you know gym days and shakes and stuff. Man, The Rock, he's gonna last forever. He is. He is. That, that body's granite and it going nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. Um, yeah. I I, also, I hope they do Black Adam. I hope they're setting up to be the like DC's Thanos. I think that would be fantastic. They're not. I, they, they won't. They're, he's gonna be a good guy. Smart, they they were smart. That's what they would do. Yeah. Yeah. I totally bring, agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. You bring Cavill in, bring them all, and have them all get their asses kicked. You could do four movies: Wonder Woman, Flash, Superman, all get their butts kicked, and then the fourth movie, they all come together. You could recast them because they're doing the same thing Marvel's doing with the, all the multiple dimensions. Yeah. So you could pick whoever you want to play whoever. And then you could bring him in Aquaman. He could show up and fight Aquaman, beat the shit out of him. That's how it ends. And then at the very end, you bring them all together for Justice League. Oh! And then they fight him. And that's and what the they rock- need. That's what they need. The they rock- need that common enemy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, speaking of multiple dimensions, there was another trailer to drop. The Mar- Marvel dropped their uh, their multiverse uh, movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, they've been doing the multiverse for a while now. Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man was like stupidly yeah. successful during a pandemic, which just showed that like, oh, we're, you know, like people love the Spider-Man. Imagine, <laughs> like, imagine how much money that would have made if it wasn't a pandemic. I think, I think, at, yeah, I don't know if it would have made more. I think it just, I mean, it beat, it just beat Avatar. <laughs> so it's like number two of all time. So fuck. Yeah. What's what's left to beat? Endgame. Yep, Endgame. And let's be honest, the only reason Endgame is because they did like a year later, and it, they re-released in theaters a year later, so they could beat the Avatar record. So good, Avatar sucked. It does suck. Yeah, I want them to be like. Yeah, we had we had fifteen years of foreplay, man. Like it better. I want it to beat Avatar. Like, come on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so you got what Doctor Strange and the what is it the multi, I have multiverse no of madness. I think that's what it's called. Did you watch it? I thought I did. I thought it was pretty cool looking. Yeah, I mean it's it looks looks really good. It looks better than the I I didn't love the first Doctor Strange movie. Um, it was okay. I, you know, it, I thought it was a nice introduction to the character. I 
I liked it more than I thought it would. I was never a Doctor Strange. Yeah. Fan. I didn't know anything about him, so like I never really read I only read if my dad read a few of his books. My dad was liked him, but I, I never seeing, Yeah. I loved seeing all the different versions of Doctor Strange and the different versions of Wanda. Um yeah. There was even, I'm pretty sure that that was Patrick Stewart as Professor X. See, I was going to say, like, do you think that, I think they're, like, the whole Illuminati thing. Yeah, um, that's what I think, too. I think they're hitting at that, and that, it seems like that's what all the fan theories are, everything I've seen online, people talking about this Illuminati shit. Yep. I, I know, man. God, also, Tom Cruise as, like, the superior Iron Man. Um, Is that who, was that Tom Cruise? Yeah, t- so that's the rumor, is that. Uh, the scene where it looked, you thought it was Captain Marvel. If you do a freeze, it's a dude who's got a goatee. And so people are thinking that that's Tom, because Tom Cruise has been rumored to be in the movie as an alternate reality uh, Tony Stark. I think, didn't he, hasn't he been, didn't he originally, he was one of the guys that was like in the running to play. Yeah, he was in the running originally. Yeah. I think he could play. I mean, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise guy. He's a weird dude, but. He can act. He's great actor. Yeah, like, dude, have you ever seen? Did you ever see the movie Magnolia? Yeah. Oh, he was fucking amazing in Magnolia. He was so good in that movie, as like the you know the fucking asshole like, um, uh, yeah. What was his whole thing? Remember, he was like the motivational speaker. Yeah, it's but it was all about for like it was all for like the 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 how to like trick girls like the the art of dating kind yeah. of guy. He was like this, like just asshole, like piece of shit dude. But he was, I mean, like from an acting standpoint, he played it so well, like so well. Apparently, and, and apparently, the rumor is is that he has the Infinity Gauntlet, and he can he can still he still has it and uses it. Interesting. And, and he keeps Thanos's head in a jar. Who? Uh, the Superior Iron Man. Tom Cruise's version of Tony Stark. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. So I thought uh, I liked the Dark Doctor Strange. I know they introduced kind of him and What If. They they uh, they introduced him in What If. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of the only What Ifs. I I tried watching them. They that I was didn't the I didn't love them, but they did have. Uh, it looks like you saw uh, the zombie Wanda was it showed up in the in the trailer, which yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel Zombies thing was it, – it seemed like they hinted at a lot of stuff, and I think that's cool because it could really open the door for a lot of like even one-off. Uh, like, you know, we always talk – we love the miniseries that yeah. you know Marvel and DC do because that's when you get to – they showcase their characters the best, we yeah. think, especially when it's new iterations of them. I think that's a way where like you, we could get a movie kind of like Logan. You know how there was the Logan movie? Yeah. It's kind of separate from everything. It's just by its – like almost by itself. And like I think we could get a lot more of those. Like we could get – like, you know, we were talking the other day about like how great would it be if they did a – you got like a World War II like uh, Saving Private Ryan style, very realistic Captain America. How intense would that be? be you know, great. like that. It would be yeah, and you could even like film it, like have it like come out in black and white. Oh, that would be so fucking like you were watching like old newsreels. That would be fucking so rad. Right, and really at cool. this point, like you could see that I, we can't be the only people talking about that. There's got to be somebody somewhere that's. Talking, oh, I'm like, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, especially now that Cap's done, it'd be like, well, what's a good way we could reintroduce the character or do something with the character oh we could do a standalone like we did with logan you know yeah um yeah i think that would be awesome that I don't, would be great I, are you so are you all for the what seeing the new 
Doctor Strange movie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to see it. Um, I mean, those movies, they've pretty much got my money at this point. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They've, they've, for the most part, there have been a few stinkers, but for the most part, they've earned they've earned my dollars. So, it, sure. At the end of the day, um, you know, uh, Max likes to go see him, so I take him and we go and have a good time. So, yeah, and even the ones that aren't that great, they're still fun. It's good escapism, you know. Like I rag on like like Aquaman. I hated Aqua. Like I didn't hate Aquaman, but I really disliked Aquaman. I just didn't think it was a good film. Sure. Um, but it was still like yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Know? It was a, it was a. It was a popcorn movie. Yeah, by you no know. means would I call it a good movie. No. But, um, it was, you know, like, the action was fun. Yeah. I mean, there's parts of it that played out like a softcore porno, but it was sure. still good. Sure. <laughs> like, in the submarine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Wife and I were dying at that. that after that, she's like, oh, yeah, I can't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have gotten one of those, like, what are you watching? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. It's a superhero movie. It's not a superhero movie. <laughs> not the kind I've seen, anyways. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, at the end of the day, they're fun. Um, and, uh, you know, my son likes them. So I go with him. So there is some, before we get out of the, there is one movie thing we got to touch on. Oh, and this fucking guy. Yeah. Let's do it. But. We got to take a break first because I have to piss like a racehorse. Check one, two. Tiger milk! Oh, man. You better? You okay? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Good. I'm good. All right. I had to, you know, take a leak to prepare for this one. Okay. So, uh, old Mr. Roland Emmerich is back. Uh, of course he and, is. And he's taking pot shots. Because, you know, he just had a movie come out. One of these, you know, he does the... Moonfall. The, is yeah, the does, he does, like, these disaster porn movies now. He's been doing them, yeah. you know, where it's just these big blockbusters. He did Moonfall, and apparently it just fucking it bombed, right? Like, of course it, just, it did. And uh, It's called Moonfall. Yeah, I mean, the whole concept is just stupid. The, I mean, it doesn't even make sense. And uh, he came out, you know, poor reviews. Uh, you know, the movie obviously is in the red. Um, it's not going to make any money. Um, so what does everyone do when they need to draw up attention? Yeah, so he started ripping on, like, superhero movies, like how they're ruining the industry, this and that. They're, you know, people don't like them, blah, 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 blah. They, you know, um, they just... He had all kinds of excuses, and it was just interesting. Like, and I was like, "Isn't this the guy who did Godzilla?" Yeah. And I was like, "You know what? I got to IMDb him because I I know he I know he's done some good movies, right? Like, I know he's done like Independence Day was great. Yeah. Um, he did The Patriot, which I know Mel Gibson is not exactly like well liked anymore, which is completely understandable. One hundred percent. But he was still at that time. He was still like America's like sweetheart, you know. Like he was sure. our leading, like America's leading man, right? Like he and he was in the Patriot, which was a, is a good movie. Yeah. Whether you like Mel Gibson or not, it's a good movie. It's great. It's well paced. It's fun, you know. Um, and then I was like, what? What did he do to really, you know? 
Oh, he did 10,000 BC. Ooh. Which, well, I'll get to that. But I, I'm going to, I'm, first, I'm going to play on his, his winners. Like, you look at his filmography, and, um, you know, he's one of these guys, he writes and directs his own, like, all of his stuff, right? Yeah. So, which I like because it makes it easy to kind of rip his shit apart. Um, because, like, he, I can't just, like, so, like, he did Universal Soldier, not back in 92, not a great movie, but, like, like a great action movie, right? It was fun. People oh yeah. Like concept. Like it did really well. Then he did Stargate. Stargate was in 94. Stargate was fucking awesome. Still. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Still holds up. Kurt Russell's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen Stargate, it spawned the, an entire um, TV series, TV franchise, which is great. Right. Which is well reviewed, does really well. But the movie was like next level, right? Yeah. At the time. Like it was great. Yep. And, he, and then he followed Stargate up with Independence Day. Which, you know, like, it was kind of, it's goofy and kind of cheesy, but it was a good movie, man. It was huge. And it has, like, like the bre- best presidential speech of all time. Right. So. It was just, it was like, you want to talk about, like, awesome summer black blockbuster, Independence Day. Welcome right? to like, Earth. Yeah, that's right. Will Smith, like, the Fresh Prince went from Bel Air to the big screen. Like, it was, yeah. like, that was a big deal, that yeah. movie. And then... Then he did Godzilla. And I would say, like, okay, this is Emmerich's Godzilla is like an IP, right? Yeah. It he is in some sort of a sense. He is kind of a superhero. He's a he is a, a bona fide comic book character. He's got multiple video games, yeah. cartoons, you name it. And that movie fucking sucked yeah they promoted the shit out they got puff daddy to even do the soundtrack oh, yeah and and the movie still fucking did terrible do you think it was because of the puff daddy doing the soundtrack no i think it was because it was <laughs> i know they turned godzilla into a giant iguana yeah and um and especially when you see the earlier concepts that got rejected uh, you're like what why what were they thinking um and then after that man the Patriot was probably his last like great, I would say, great film. And after that, it was just like day after tomorrow sucked. Ten thousand BC might be one of the worst historical yeah. depictions ever, ever. I mean, it is. Oh my god, it is atrocious. Yeah. Um. Then he followed up with 2012, which was like the whole Mayan prophecy that. Yeah, uh, that was a shit bag of a movie too. Yeah. Um. And then it just you know kind of just steamrolled. I think White House down was okay like moderately successful but i don't i think that got eclipsed because there was another movie that came out or the same year yeah that with was, gerard butler that was way better way better Angel still shit fest oh yeah, yeah but they were at least fun yeah it was fun but that was like it was the exact same premise as white yeah. house down yeah but it was a way better movie so like it didn't do well then he had these other films like and then he Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, which you're like, what? Then they horrible. They tried to market uh, Midway as like this great World War II movie. Piece of shit. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, and like I normally I don't like being negative on stuff, but it's like it's one of those like I'm so sick of these directors that I get it. You don't like superhero movies, but at the same time, like, dude, you're creating franchises. That are the same fucking thing. It's just yeah. your takes on it sucked. This isn't. This isn't Stargate. Yeah, come on. 
there was like comics, there was there was video games, there was all kinds of shit off of Stargate. And same and with and, and we're talking about like you know, this isn't the same as like, you know, I think Affleck Scorsese. or no, when Affleck said, you know, the you know, this move I made this small movie, like this wouldn't have done good in theaters either way. So that way now it's on streaming and people watch it and like it. Um, and it doesn't have to compete with blockbuster IPs. Roland Emmerich sure. is making blockbusters and he just he hasn't made a good he one in make a, a, good a long one. time. Yeah. If you make it, a good movie for the most part, you know, people are yeah. going to go see it. Yeah, and it, also people people know what to expect from his stuff. He does he's doing the same formula. He's just re like Changing yeah, you're, disaster, you know. Yeah. Like they're not and they're thing is with like a lot of these disaster movies is at some point like people do question the physics and the probability that's the fun of it right yeah and the way he sets up these movies there's he defies all like where even as a general audience you're sitting there and be like that's not that's not how that would happen that's not even believable yeah and that's the whole point of a disaster movie right yeah is you're creating the the concept of like oh shit if aliens did come through the sky in his ufo that's the size of a continent and then blew up the white house. That would be insane. And that's why that movie, because that scene was insane. That's why that movie did so well. Right. You know? Right. And And you know what? Superhero movies, they are what they are. You know, are they highbrow movies? No, but at the same time, there's something that, but um, then again, Logan, even though you didn't like it, the Joker. Yeah. I loved Logan, but, yeah, they tap into some highbrow aspects of like cinematography culture, that type of thing. Yeah, but and if you get you get these PG thirteen, you know, you get a movie like Spider Man, right? Right. Uh, one right. of the reasons Spider Man did so well, uh, it's a good movie, but you're also, you know, it's something that I grew up with. It's something that now my children also grew up with, and you know, my yeah. parents know who Spider-Man is because you know the comics came out when they were kids, and so it's it's something that brings generations together to where they yeah. can you know enjoy these things. And I think that is the um, the positive side of these superhero movies, right? Yeah, it, it, it's I don't know. You're 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 just I don't know. You're it's escapism at its yeah. at its finest, and if someone like Roland Emmerich, he should know that. And he does. I, maybe, he does. Maybe he's just trying to get attention. That's what on he, his that's, film negative press. That's that's what that's what these that's what they do. You know, uh, not putting him in the same league as Scorsese, but when Scorsese had his movie coming out, he did the same shit. You know. Yeah, um, and that was because his movie was kind of getting mixed reviews. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he was probably not the happiest about it. Yeah, so just wait yeah. until you know when Avatar is about to hit. The next Avatar two comes out this year, um, and it oh god, yeah, and it maybe doesn't do as good. You're gonna see James Cameron. He's gonna come on and he's gonna bag on superhero movies. Hasn't he already been doing that? Probably. I just I, my whole thing is like I don't understand why you would even bag on it. It's like. It doesn't like you have no problem doing a shitty, shitty version of like classic literature or well-known literature. Yeah, making a shit like a you know for the tenth time they've made a movie of whatever you know Jane Austen book or something, you know, or the Old Man in the Sea or something like that. Right? They have yeah. no problem making movies of that, but like 
why can't we make movies of I don't know Fantastic Four, X Men? Why not? It, there's probably more people have read that shit at this point than some yeah. of these literary classics. I hate to say it, that's kind of sad, but at the same time, like you know, in the you know in the seventies, what was it? They did a massive like survey. Playboy did when they actually had some like journalistic credibility, you know, and it was like what out of the top ten most recognized fictional characters in America, like I think Peter Parker and Bruce Banner. Yeah. Um, this was like in 73 were in the top 10, which yeah. was a big fucking deal at the time. Cause that was the first time where comics had really like branched into like mainstream kind of like zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that, the, that's Superman that's huge. is the most recognizable character in the world. Spider-Man is the most popular character in the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, um, so that just kind of is what it is. Yeah. Uh, shit, I had a thought and then I lost it. Oh well, that's all right. That's podcast. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to dwell on it because it's. No, I mean, like it's negative, but it's just, it's like kind of comical. Or you're it like, is oh, hilarious. On, like, dude, like, look at this. I, we get it. Your Godzilla was so bad that even the hardcore Godzilla fans don't consider it in the like, what seventy years of Godzilla films. It's the one movie that gets exiled. Yeah. That's how bad it is. And go back and watch some of the movie, the Toho movies from the seventies. Not all of them are great. No, some of them are atrocious, but they're like, no, 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 we'll include those. But Hey, uh, Roland or whatever his fucking name is. Uh, we don't want yours. Get go. it out. Yeah. Yeah. The 98 Godzilla didn't count. Yeah. So it's interesting. Before we, before we leave the trailer park, I want to, I want to, I want to dive back into, uh, multiverse. I, I have a trailer because I am starting to get dirt feeling filthy with all this fucking nerd talk. Uh, so I do have one trailer that has nothing to do with comics, but it's gonna be fucking awesome when it comes out. But go into your thought. Yeah, let me go into my thought first of yeah. multi, multiverse of madness, the Doctor Strange movie, because I thought something in there was interesting in it, and I that was I forgot about it until now, and it just kind of reminded me. But uh, okay, uh, Wanda. Scarlet Witch is talking mm-hmm. with Doctor Strange and she basically is like, why is it that, you know, you break all these rules for Peter Parker and break open the multiverse and that's fine. Everyone thinks you're a hero and I do the same thing and I do something and break the rules and all of a sudden I'm a bad guy. Like, how is that fair? Didn't she hold like a town of people hostage for like a year? I don't think it was that long, but it's pretty bad. It's kidnapping, weeks. kidnapping will get you. I think it was longer than that. Kidnapping will get you like some serious, serious time, man. Sure, but on the other <laughs> hand, like she was, she did what she did out of grief and wasn't thinking. You know, probably wasn't in the right headspace. Strange did it so because he thought he could. Because he could. Did Strange? I, I no. See, I haven't seen the Spider-Man movie. So, did Strange do something that, like, obviously the world's always in jeopardy? But was he? Did he like hold people hostage, or did he have to like manipulate that weren't villains? Villains or not? I mean, you hold them hostage. He he. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, I he, thought he tried to correct it. I thought it was Peter Parker who basically upset the timeline. Was it Doctor Strange trying to correct it the whole time? Kind of, but he he wanted to send everyone back, um, but that meant killing them. Peter didn't want to kill them. Strange said to. But they were going to die anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's basically Peter Parker's upsetting the entire universal balance. 
And Strange was trying to set it right. Well, Strange now, messed up the spell. I thought Parker messed it up. I didn't see the movie, like I said. Uh, strange, strange messed up. I know you're, you're telling me the. Oh wow! You're telling me the Sorcerer Supreme is gonna mess up, but a kid from fucking the Bronx isn't. You know, you're telling me the Sorcerer Supreme, who knows everything, who knows all this shit about magic, is gonna let some little kid fuck his spell up? Come on, come on. I thought didn't Parker have to be part of it? I thought he did. I haven't seen the movie. I gotta see it. Yeah, see the movie. It. I don't know those details. See the movie. Well, I can't, man. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. When's it come out? When's it stream? Uh, probably probably next month would be my guess. It's still in theaters, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I kind I do want to see it just for the Green Goblin. You know what? I, since we're in, oh, we're already so down for the nerd. Just I feel so nerdy. This I'm is, getting real. This I'm is a getting, comic book podcast, so so. I'm getting real sick and tired of people talking this shit online uh, about Green Goblin versus Captain America and how the Green Goblin's super soldier serum is way more powerful than the the World War II Captain America one. Why do people talk nonsense? I'm just like, dude, there's That's a reason why Green Goblin never tried to go toe-to-toe with Cap because he would have gotten fucking rocked. And people are like, well, Spider-Man struggled him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Every time, they, every time they fought, Spider-Man was not looking too hot, my friend. Yeah. You don't mess. You don't mess with Cap. All right. He's the best. He's he fucks people up. I agree. If, if, I yeah. agree. He's the Soldier Supreme. There he right? is. <laughs> get, the, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> there you go. That's what I want. I want. They need to do a book where you know how they always do these. Like they're doing these spinoffs where it's like a character decides they're gonna like kill their universe yeah give me the captain america uh where like there's some revelation where he realizes like then all the sadness that's come about because of superheroes and supervillains is all like his fault and so like he has to rectify it and he just basically just goes on like some kind of like do it that wouldn't cap wouldn't even do it cap Cap you'd have to sacrifice himself before yeah, he would try and save is, everybody. I know, but th- my point is you'd have to come up with some – this is where it, you'd have to get a really good writer to come up with some kind of justification where he basically is eliminating everyone. Maybe he something snaps. He's He loses it. I don't know. He, he just becomes – Cap can't lose it. Cap can't lose he, it. I know. But something where he's just eliminating because there's so many – basically, you know, with – you could take like almost like a Batman like approach, but that you also have like the super strength. So there's certain characters he would just go toe to toe with. There's other characters he would just manipulate. There's other characters he would just completely set up. Like you like almost like well, very military. So he like, kind you know, of like, he kind of does a little bit of that in the much hated Secret Empire, where it turns out he was a Hydra. I never read that. In, I in, I heard it was I, good though. I liked. People hated it. I liked it. Um, just because you, know, you just you saw him, do he basically manipulated himself into the world leader. Um, I like, see, see I, I like that. It makes – or like the ultimate cap, the, the original ultimates cap, that motherfucker, that – I want to see that dude just like, yep, I'm taking everybody out. Fuck this shit. Yeah, you know, I'd be he, down for he, that. He'd use Banner to just eat and shit his way through all the supervillains and then whatever's left, superheroes, Cap would just – take apart systematically somehow somehow you know yeah, some shape or form. i'd be down for that that'd be cool because like 
there was one I remember he did um, it was like Ultimate Nightmare. It was one of my favorite scenes. Like uh, him and Wolverine were gonna fight, and they even advertised uh, like, "Oh, Wolverine Cap Ultimate Throwdown. This is gonna be the best." And it's like one page, and he ends up like, he does something where I forget what it is, but uh, it basically ends up just taking like an M4 and just sticks the the barrel right in Wolverine's eye, and he's like, you know, dude, I can just turn your brain to mush, and this is over. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's not a fight. Like, what do you want to do? Okay, we're on the same team. That's and I was like, oh, that's that's actually really smart. You never see characters do that. They always be like, okay, let's dance like dorks yeah. instead of just being like, oh, Wolverine, that guy's going to be hard to deal with. Like, there's a probability I could get really fucked up. Yeah, I'm not going to. Uh, and you know you're not going to kill him. It's not going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, I can't kill him. I need, to, I need to do something so that I can kill him. Oh, all right. I'll just sniper him in the through the eye socket. I'll snipe him. He won't even see it coming. I'll be a hundred yards out snipe him through the eye socket and then like throw him in a vat of cement that i'll later just drop in the sea wolverine's done never see him again yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah that'd be cool that would be cool right that would be really cool they'd never do it people would hate it yeah they'd hate it like why is cap killing everybody yeah that'd be fucking awesome that would be dope i would i'd be down for that you'd have to come up with a really good reason though yeah Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Yeah, like you couldn't do like they did that one with Punisher, where it's Punisher and Cap, and they're fi- like all the all the superheroes and supervillains have been given have like become like uh, almost like monsters because of some virus. Yeah, and they're all cannibals. Yeah, and so it's like Punisher ends up going around and just having to like kill everybody, like shoot everybody. I, I don't think you could do something like that. You'd have to take a different approach. But I don't know. I think about that a lot. Like, I'd love to see just Cap <laughs> just killing everyone. How would he do it? Especially like if it's military precision, right? He's trained with the most elite of the elite military guys. You know, like how would he take out like Deadpool? How would he take out the X-Men? How would he take out certain characters like Wolverine, Sabretooth, who would be like actual threats? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. How would he get rid of the Hulk? The Hulk is a whole – I mean that's a fucking issue, right? Right. That is a problem. Or any of these like super crazy super powered villains like Juggernaut or something, Colossus. Like, how do you get rid of those guys? Right. That'd be cool. Yeah. Would he use Thor's hammer to kill to kill Juggernaut? I, I mean, don't think he'd be worthy of it at that point, would he? But that that would be the way of how you'd have to write it though, where he's still Cap. He's still worthy to wield like Mjolnir or something like that. Like that would be injured. Like he still has, like there's such a justification for him to actually rid the world, cleanse the world of all these superheroes. Yeah. You know, like there, there'd have to be like some type of numbers involved. Like, Oh, if you get rid of all these guys, all the mutants, everything, the world would be a much better place. Like you're, or like you're the reason that kicked off, like that all this exists. Right. It was when you came, became the super soldier, all this other shit came into fruition. It's all your fault. You ha- you know you have to expunge it, or there's just going to be. How's hate. he deal with Namor? That'd be another right. Like, how do you deal with that? You'd have to get him out of water for an extended period of time. You'd have to trick him. He'd have to trick a lot of the characters. Like, you could do a lot of really cool shit with it. Yeah. You'd have to weaken Namor by getting getting him to stay on land for long enough, or occupy him on land so he's weakened, and then he could kill him. See now you're talking. You're talking about this is. <laughs> this We're getting technical, man. Well, no, this is straight up like Justice League Tower of Babel, where uh, 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 this Mark Wade. Mark Wade wrote this, where uh, uh, Rayshad Ghoul steals 
Batman's plans to take out the Justice League. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah, and then uses it uses it against them to take. Yeah, I like that. Take them all like off that. the board. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's right genius. in that right in that same realm. Yeah, similar realm. The difference would just be is like, I would like more of like a military approach. Yeah. To it, just because Cap's like a military guy, and who does the best like assassinations on the planet are fucking military because they spend. You know, the military, you know, us, Russia, China, whatever, all these militaries, they spend billions and billions of dollars every year training people yep. and researching what's the best way to kill people. And I always assume, like, isn't Cap, like, kind of involved in all that stuff? Right. <laughs> like, you would some, think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could write Cap to be, like, you know, he's, like, well, the isn't ultimate. That, wasn't so- that more of Bucky's realm? Bucky was always, like, the cold-hearted, like, brutal killer. That was later. They did a whole thing where, like, um, one of the aspects they wrote with like back in the day like the the cover story was bucky was just his plucky sidekick but in reality yeah he was like well, cap was doing the these missions work. he or he was like the sniper while cap was running through some battlefield yeah you know he was like backup sniper like picking guys off yeah. you know that were coming up on his rear or whatever which i like that concept makes way more sense yeah um but then again i still am like you could take that essence and take it to the next level like right now right like and Cap would know every like he would he was the leader of the Avengers so he knows everything about everybody right, and yeah. he's like Nick Fury's like go to guy so. Well, the final just, showdown would probably have to be between him and Bucky right. Oh yeah, and it'd be so sad too. Mm-hmm. It'd be so sad, and he'd have to kill Buck crying, and he would know how to kill him too. Yeah, the easy yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd be interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That would It'd be pretty be cool. be really interesting. That would be cool. Maybe. Or it'd be terrible. People would be like, oh, this is trash. Cap would never do that. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. He is. He's the best. Yeah. He is. Maybe he injects himself with a werewolf serum at the end and fuck rips Bucky to pieces. There I don't know. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what if he just realizes that everyone has to be werewolves and he just turns the entire Avengers into werewolves? I'd, bought, I'd read that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know you'd be the only one. Only one. I'd be, uh, I'd be like, it'd be like that uh, that new dinosaur DC book. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There's got to be. There was. Uh, oh, I did have something I wanted to talk about. Okay. So I'm a big fan of the show Letterkenny, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just it's really funny. But so there's a character on there you never see his face. Okay. Because it's voiced and played by the main character um, Wayne in uh, Letterkenny, but so he plays two characters essentially. He plays Wayne and he plays this guy named Shorzy, who's this like asshole hockey player, right? Who's just like all he does is just make mother jokes, talk about how he fucks their moms and stuff, right? Just this okay. horrible stuff. Yeah. Anyways, he's getting his own show, and it's just called Shorzy. I can't wait, and it's all about him because at the very end of this latest season. He gets drafted up to like I don't know the minor league hockey like you know or the can- or professional Canadian hockey league or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's going pro. He's leaving Letterkenny, and they just kind of do this little thing, and um, they just during the Super Bowl they dropped a trailer for Shorzy, like for okay, for this like and it's just him getting and. It's going to be debauchery and cussing, and it's going to be filthy fighting, and just all the great shit that comes with the whole Canadian hockey 
yeah. experience. Yeah, I can't wait for it. See, everyone's fired up for all this Marvel DC shit. I'm fired up for sure. See, that's the only thing I don't <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. the trailer's awesome. I don't. I think I said it to you. It's the trailer is so great. It's very simple, but it's oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. And if you haven't watched Letter Kenny, I haven't. It's great. It's so much. I've fun. seen. I've seen. Uh, like clips, all of the tease, all the trailers for it, because um, it's on Hulu, right? Um, it's on, yeah, it's on Hulu now. But it like it was an indie like show, yeah. Um, that a bunch of guys just out of out of Canada. One of them, I think, was just frustrated his career wasn't going where he wanted. So he's like, "Fuck it, why don't we just do our own show? We know we know the right people, we know yeah. enough people." And they is one of those like kind of like grassroots TV shows, and like I think they got picked up by like it was like Crack TV or something up in Canada. I can't remember one of the stations that picked them up, and then uh, they decided the even though it was their number one show, the uh, the network did what networks do, and they were like, we're not going to renew it for a fifth season or something. And yeah, Hulu we don't was like, pay them. Yeah, yeah, I think that it probably came down to it. And Hulu was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, the show's awesome. Yeah, uh, and it has a huge fan following. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like a great show, sure. but it has these great little dialogue things that they do, dialogue jokes, where it's just all the jokes are in basic conversation, um, which makes it uh, really funny. Um, and these days, I need fucking comedy, man. That's right. all I... Yeah, I like the superhero stuff is fine, but I, really, it's the comedy. I just like raunchy fucking comedy these days. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong no. with that. I need, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I like... I gotta, I gotta laugh, man. That's true. That's I can't true. just laugh at how bad a movie is. Like <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> well, what do you say we uh, we uh, we keep this train rolling and we we uh, talk some comics about what we've been reading? Yeah, I mean, this is a comic book podcast. I feel like we all we do is talk about movies and TV shows and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Let's. Uh, Let's talk some comic. Is there anything new coming out? I haven't really. I haven't been to the comic shop in forever. I have new stuff. Haven't read it yet. I've been deep diving on old stuff on the Marvel app. Okay. I yeah. That's. I've been on. When, I've been using my uh, Kindle for some older stuff. But what'd you pick up? I'm just curious. Before you tell me what you're reading. Oh yeah. So I picked up uh, the Black Label DC Black Label Peacemaker, disturbing the peace. Oh, how does the art in that look? It's how is that? It's pretty it's good. Right. So yeah? it's uh, written by Garth Ennis, art by Gary Brown. Oh, uh, nice! Shout out to Gary. I, I went to school with Gary. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I that's up next on my reads. So I'm looking cool. forward to. I also picked up the. Uh, I've been reading the uh, uh, um, Batman Catwoman that Tom King and. Uh, Clay Mori was doing Liam Sharp's on it now, but this one is the special. This is like a this was supposed to be uh John Paul Leon's issue, uh, but since oh. he passed away, he didn't finish it, and so then right. a bunch of other artists kind of chipped in with it as well, um, yeah. to do to to can finish the story. So I have to read that one. Um, wow, dude, I might have to pick that up. Yeah, so yeah, those are those are the new ones that I have, and then I have uh. I think one of the last one of the last newer books I reviewed was the uh, Buffy the Last Slayer issue one. So I picked up issue two. I got to read that. Um, oh, you're still putting money in that guy's pocket, huh? Well, <laughs> I'm joking, dude. I'm joking. N- it, it, it's I mean, I'm spite, not far off. In spite of him, 
Um, okay. I mean, that's his baby, so I. He's, he, he's, he's not. In, he's not involved. He's just on the back end. He is. Well, yeah, I know that on the back end, but he's not like involved in the story. So that's no, no. How I? You just like I said, you're just putting money in his pocket. Well. Uh-uh. It's not I'm, like the the three bucks he gets from me isn't really going to make a difference. Um, his royalties all add up, my friend. I know. Wow, well, just supporting the monster. Listen, we all know what big <laughs> piece of shit I think he is. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he did create something that was great. Um, is that suck? It does. It's horrible, I think that's, man. One of those things that so many fans have had to deal, come to grips with this day and age is because we're so familiar, like because of social media and everything, we're like, it's easy to get to know the, I guess, the individuals be, behind the things that we like. Yeah. And so many of them have turned out to be shitheads. Yeah. I think that's the nicest way I can that's put it. That's a nice way to say it. Yeah. But you still like the pro- the things they created. Like they still created something that's you're like it's good. I love it. You know, it's awesome. The whole concept. And it, but it's just one of those where like it's. I think it's really hard to distance yourself. Like the art versus the artist. Like which yeah. is you know it's kind of a age old thing. But I feel like a lot of people are having problems like having to deal with that in this day and age. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. something that I think about anytime I. You know, I go and, you know, give money to something, you know. Um, yeah, I have art books here from guys who I just, you know, especially the last couple of years where they've become more active on social media and you get to see what they're like and you interact with them. And it's really hard to like, oh, God, I have like their entire sketchbook collection or something, you know, and it's like, I love their work, but I don't care for the human being at all. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think... <clears throat> You know, with that, with this Buffy series, the the fact that it's somebody else writing it, you know, he's not behind the story. Um, yeah. That helps. That helps me. You know, it's just he obviously created the property, um, but he's not involved in it. So that yeah. that helps me. Like if it was, you know, Joss Whedon wrote this, I'd be like, yeah, no, that's not that's not getting my money. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, no, but actually what I have been reading, uh, I've been reading on the Marvel Unlimited app. I've been deep diving into some 90s Star Wars comics. Oh, God. How are those? You know what? There's some big names that got their start on that shit. I think Adam Hughes did some work on there. Yeah. Stuff like Terry that. Terry Dotson did some work on Star Wars, too, back yeah. in the 90s. Uh, so this, God damn. I've been reading uh, the Thrawn. So uh, the Thrawn trilogy was like the books so star wars had its own whole expanded universe of like 30 years worth of uh like novels yeah novels um that kind of told the story of what happened after return of the jedi and i for the most part with the main characters much better than what we've seen in like the movies really much much better um, are they not pulling from that? I just figured they'd be pulling from all that no, source material. Not at all. In the in the why in the books, like uh, Luke rebuilds the Jedi Order. He has a wife and a son. Um, so so why why would you abandon all that? It just seems like that would be the smartest route to go. Because they said, "Oh, we want to do our own." I, I get it. On one hand, it's like we want to do our own thing. Okay. Um, but on the other hand, like there were so many. There's so many great. 
stories that that happened in those books. And so I'm reading yeah. the comic versions of those books. Oh, interesting. And so that's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to like reminisce because I liked the movies as a kid, but it was yeah. those books. Those books were the things that made me like a hardcore star, like a Star Wars fan. Oh, interesting. It was the books that's- more than anything. I think that's kind of a rare thing you see, especially with Star Wars fans. It seems like they're always so hung up on those first three movies, um, and like that's the creme de la creme. You know, you don't get any higher. I don't. I've, I think you're the only person I've ever met or known that is like, no, the novels. I'm, I love that's where it's at. I've, and I've always been a reader too, and so mm-hmm. I've read. I can honestly, I've probably read almost every Star Wars novel up until probably like 2012, up until Disney bought it and yeah. then and then basically went away with it they they did away with it it's called the legends now so it's not considered like the official canon and they don't add to those stories anymore but man those stories mm. were so good interesting yeah well, so i've been reading the thrawn uh so uh the thrawn trilogy in comic form so each each book is six issues and it um Tells a story. I also, I also picked them up on Audible, the audiobook versions of them too. I'm going to listen to them. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So that's been fun. Uh, it's been fun to like, you know, to to relive them, but in a different way. How do you like the '90s comic? There's a big difference, like the big, coloring and stuff. You can really big difference because they were tr- like, I would say '90s comics. They look good, but it's just like you notice, like that was like kind of especially late '90s. When you go back and look at them, you're like, "Oh, this is when digital calling first started." Yeah, kind of pop like, kind of replacing through like the Doc Martin die style, and it's interesting. It it's very limited. Where now, you know, like most comic pages are just the colors are fucking like the colorists are doing almost as much work as the guys doing Absolutely. the line art. Absolutely, like, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, so these it's were fantastic. Like Mid '90s when these books when these ones came out. So it's pretty flat colors, I would imagine. Yeah, very flat colors. Um, yeah. You know, the art's fine. Uh, I'm and now I'm blanking at who who did the art on them, and I feel like a shitbag, but whatever. Oh, it's fine. Um, is that was is that going to be your pick? Is that what we're going to have to put down in the show notes? Is uh, the throne or Thrawn series? Yep. Yep. Okay, we'll throw it down there. Yeah, they're fun. That's if you've all. got the Marvel Unlimited app, go back and give them a read, man. Those stories. And like what they did in the novels and the in the in stuff up until you know during the nineties was was great, you know. That's Han awesome. And Leia, Han and Leia married, having a family. Uh, they had three kids. One of them died, saving somebody else. Um, oh wow! One of them turned bad, um, and became wow. a, an actual Sith Lord, not an emo Sith Lord. Um, yeah. Wow! Yeah. So it it. They're very compelling. They're really good stories. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad they abandoned that stuff. That's cool though. Uh yeah. that's cool. It's always fun to revisit some old stuff. I've got a bunch of stuff I've been needing to revisit here. Um, just because I thought it'd be kind of fun to like I the the creator of Axe Cop gave me, I don't know, like the first three graphic novels. Oh, cool. <laughs> Of it, like I don't know, I can't even remember why. We were just talking one time, one time. I don't know, years ago, probably like six, seven years ago, and he just had the third volume, third or fourth volume come out, and he just gave me a bunch of whole, you know, a few of his books, 
And um, I never actually read them. They've been just sitting here on the shelf. So I was kind of like, hey, you know, I should fucking sit down and actually read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, okay, cool. What about um, you? You know, it's interesting. I was talking with, uh, I think he's been on the show. No, we have David Harper on here once. Uh, yeah, in the in the old days. In the back old days. In, back in the old world. Yeah. Uh, we had... Um, and him and I were talking about Invincible, um, just talking about the differences between the show and the books. And, uh, you know, I only read the first volume, which is, uh, you know, through the Kindle app. Yeah. And um, it's just the first six issues, right? And uh, I just remember kind of being like, my takeaway was like, oh, it seemed kind of slow paced. And I was like, I'm amazed that this got picked up to go as long as it did over an image. Um, you know, now granted, it was at a time when Image wasn't exactly like destroying the world yeah. with uh, lighting it on fire with you know every other month with some new title. Um, but I just remember it kind of saying like, oh, you know, it got kind of a slow start, but it seemed like it. You know, the first couple issues were it didn't seem like anything happened. Like and then nothing, one, and two. then it doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, and then it picked up, and I just remember saying to saying to him like. Yeah, after I read the first, second issue, I was kind of like, when's something going to fucking happen besides, like, his dad's this, like, Superman character? And, um, and you know, then, you know, I found out that I think the deal at the time that he signed was for way more than just the first two issues. Like, it was like a, I don't know, 12, 12 yeah. or 18 issue deal or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna, I should, I should read the other volumes. So I started reading, um, like really sitting down and I'm, I think I'm on like volume four, okay. I believe uh, when, um, Ryan Otley came on as artist took over. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, now I'm just in the mode where I'm comparing how the show it's really interesting how they just vaguely kind of skimmed over certain scenes in the book. Yeah. Like when, um, Oh, what's the love interest of Invincible? Oh yeah. 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 When she finds out her boyfriend, uh, Rex is cheating on her. And like, that's like a whole like scene, five minute scene in the show. And here it's just like, it's like, yeah, she show they don't even show what she sees. It's just her talking about. It. It's all done in exposition. Yeah. And um, it was one of those where I was like, oh, "That's an interesting take." I could see how you would approach like one. You'd want to show one because it would make for very interesting television. But I don't know how interesting that would have been necessarily from comic book form um, if it would have played out. It's like right. it it worked really well both comics but also work very well in film it's just interesting how they're actually following the the storyline and the tv storyline are very tight yeah but they focus on different elements um even though it's the same core story it's just some go it's like you know in the book the characters we go with these characters but in the show we linger with these characters a little bit longer to see what they actually was going on instead of like what was you know i don't know um i think that it's interesting it's fun I'm more excited for when I get to like what's his name? Fucking Battle Beast. Oh, is that his name? Dude. Battle Cat yeah. or no, yeah, Battle Beast. I think is it Battle Beast? I, I think, think that's so. his name. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite character. Honest I'll be honest, that's the only character I give a shit about. Um yeah. and uh, I'm just like, okay, how many of these issues do I gotta get through? And I wanna know more about like uh, the dad fight. So I'm almost tempted to just skip ahead a couple volumes. Uh, <laughs> it's it's worth continuing to read. Um, 
I read I, the, I read every issue right before the TV show came out, and honestly, I like it enough. I, I'll Is probably like, do a reread. There's like 300 issues, man. Uh, 150, right around 150. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I read yeah, a but, lot at night. Yeah, but then when we do these podcasts. Half the time you don't have shit to, that you've read. Half what, the what's time going on? like three. Th- I've done it like three <laughs> times. Uh, okay, okay, exaggerate. You've bit. done it more than I have. That's true. I'm, I'm not a fast reader. I'm yeah. t- hey, I'm dyslexic too. Yeah. Wow. The problem are is you. I- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> are you going after my disability? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> problem is I read fast, and then I'm like, oh well, shit. You know, I need to like read something right when before. You read, when you read fast. Does it do you not retain it? Does you just sh- shoot through it, or do you have to? If you really want to retain, do you have to like slow it down to really like? I have to slow down, and I really like, especially comics. It depends. Hard. It depends. Uh, novels, not really. Comics, more so, just because it's like the picture aspect. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, maybe it's just the artist thing, but I linger on the art sure. really hard. Like, like it takes, I, I it takes me a long time to read a comic. I've always yeah I've always kind of been a fast reader. Okay, that's cool. So I'm reading that, and then um, I started reading a little bit today. I didn't get very far, but I started reading. Um, I finally got the uh, the Kickstarter fulfillment for the Abominable Charles Christopher. I'm glad Those one are, of us got it. I, weird that I got it before I, you, but I'm never thinking. Happens. I think it's maybe because Canada, Alaska. Or it's, it, I mean, honestly, it could be sitting in my mailbox right now. I didn't go get the mail today. That's true. Maybe I'll go get the mail at you know eleven o'clock at night after this to see if I got it. You should. I plowed the driveway at eleven thirty yesterday, so wow. don't worry about it. I'm sure my neighbors loved it. But oh yeah, they did. Dude, we got pounded with snow. So, yeah. um, so I'm pretty excited. It's volume three. Uh, I've been waiting a long time. Yeah. Uh, for the I got see I got all three volumes because I have not read read it at all yet. Oh okay. So I'm probably going to rip through this tonight. Um, I'm pretty excited. I don't know. I'm also really uh, – I need to get motivated to get Narpig back up and rolling, um, especially like Operation Blue. We haven't – I haven't put out a page forever on that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's been like, what, a month? Uh, Maybe I think a little longer. longer. Yeah. Yeah, like five, six weeks. Yeah. So – uh, yeah, I need to get rolling on that. I have them laid out. I just have to fucking sit down and yeah. do them. Well, you know. Life, man. Life. That's why we haven't been recording. Yeah, life happens. Life happens. Um, All right. So I'm excited for this book. Um, And then I had something else I was going to talk about, but I don't remember what it was that I read. We'll save it for next week. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Um, Oh, I had an idea. Yeah. Before we end this. We should try and do... We should do like a what do you what do you got going the rest of the week? You got anything crazy? Uh no. Would you want to watch like a bad movie? Yes. I've been wanting to like a really bad movie. What, and then we what movie? I was thinking it'd be kind of fun to watch like Alien Factor from like I think it's a 70s flick. It's a do-it-yourself film. I don't even know what that is. I think it's like is it Don Doler, I think, filmed it. Um, we'd, we'd need to do something that's on like Netflix or Prime or something, so that the dude. I think it's on fucking YouTube. Oh, okay. Alien Factor came out in the seventies. It's like just so the it was Cubs one... can watch it with us. Yeah, and I was thinking like I don't know if we could do it, 
but I wonder if we could like take a rip of it and then just uh, record ourselves watching over it, and then so that I don't know if could we embed that in the uh, um, in the post video. I know we're spitballing live on the air here, but maybe I don't know what the copyright would be. I don't know if we'd get to, if it get taken down. Well, it's on YouTube for free, like multiple copies of it. Okay, I don't know. So I think I'll try. We could we could probably figure it out. Because almost like a, a mystery science theater. Yeah. It'd just be us. But, or, I mean, we could always just set it up where we embed the YouTube link and we just watch the YouTube thing. And then, you know, we got ourselves playing so people let can me, sync it up. Let me do some tinkering on the old, uh, on the old iMac here and see if I can't, uh, see if I can't sync. make that happen. Okay. Well, let's, let's do that. Like, uh, I don't know. We, I'm, we could probably get this episode out pretty quick. There's not too much. Yeah. To, I'll to cover. get this out quick. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah, let's try and do that this week, man. Okay. Doesn't necessarily have to be Alien Factor. I just thought it'd be kind of fun. I've, I hear it's a terrible movie. It supposedly has one of like the worst love scenes of all time. Yes. Even better. Like, it's just terrible. Even better. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, down. Right. I'm down like James Brown, so we'll make it happen. Wow! Wow! <laughs> All right, Tiger Cubs, uh, appreciate you tuning in to uh, to another episode of Blue Tiger Revenge. As you all know, you can find us at Substack on our site, uh, bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. Uh, we also, there's a new Revenge t-shirt design up, uh, not just t-shirt. You can get it in a fancy mask, too. I have one. It's pretty rad. Uh, so you can get one, too. So just uh, tpublic.com, type in Blue Tiger Podcast. It's going to hop right up there for you. Um, please rate, re- rate, review, subscribe, all this other shit that you do uh, for us that we love you for. Um, share the milk out with all your friends and uh, even people that you hate because, you know, they need something good in their lives, too. And we can we can be that good thing in people you hate's lives. We're happy we to bond. do it. Bond. That's we right. The, bond the, over a bonds. nice frothy cup of tiger milk, you know. Yeah, Make the world friends. a better place, you know. If if there was more tiger milk in the world, would we be where we are? I don't know. I'm inclined to say no, we wouldn't. I'm thinking the world would be a better place, you know. Um, and finally, uh, we got to thank uh, the Lord of Synth for this uh, mortal inquiry on, uh, you know, the the music that we used at the beginning of the episode. Um, and that is all I have, Tad. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I'm all out of music. I'm I'm all out of milk, music, everything. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm I'm getting emailed shit right now for work and. Lovely. Yeah, this this is my life, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> what, what time is it? Oh, just hit the music. Yeah.